positive heads out there thanks for tuning your beautiful brainwaves into another episode of the positive head podcast where we are firmly convinced that creating success and happiness is rooted in understanding the ultimate nature of reality and the fact that as human beings we are all immensely powerful fractals of the one and only source consciousness which creates and animates all things now of course understanding this powerful truth is one thing Applying this incredibly empowering wisdom to everyday life? Well, that's another. Which is exactly why we provide you with a fresh serving of soul food for thought five days a week to help constantly remind you of what matters most. You are it. And I'm your host, Brandon Beecham. I'm the reflection and extension of you who will be here each Wednesday interviewing a different consciousness changemaker and on the other four weekdays, leading the way to ensure that your perspective is consistently expanded, your vibration is constantly elevated, and your heart is overflowing and full. Also, this episode of the Positive Head Podcast is being brought to you thanks to the support of Gaia. If you're not familiar, Gaia is the go-to source for streaming consciousness content online, and you can sign up for your first month for only 99 cents at gaia.com forward slash positive head. That's spelled G-A-I-A dot com forward slash positive head. Check it out. All right, all you positive heads, welcome back. It is Magical Monday. Go time here in the studio. So happy to get to uh, dive into this week, starting my day this way with you all. Such a pleasure, honor, forever grateful. And uh, yeah, I'm going to dive right in with a review reading um, on iTunes. This is by uh, Man Axella. Man Axella? Yeah, I think I'm saying that right. And uh, the title is Thank You. I just started listening a couple days ago when I found myself a bit down. I think I searched positivity and there was this beautiful podcast. Thank you for reminding me of all the wonderful vibrations all around me. Just like you say in your intro, understanding and implying or and applying are so different. Thank you for your help on my new path and journey. Oh, well, thank you for taking the time to review after a couple of days of listening. That is, um, I am very, very grateful for that. It certainly helps to fuel my fire to continue this labor of love. And um, it is, isn't it a wonderful thing when you realize like, hmm, oh, I can just turn it around. I've got the control. I have the power. And understanding is the first step. And applying, of course, is the whole next piece of it, which is what what this show is all about you know one thing to know it's another thing to consistently maintain an elevated vibration and uh, this is i view it as for me as much as you guys you know soul food uh like i said i get to start my monday you know diving into these this vibrational pool if you will and it's a wonderful wonderful thing to do to set the tone for my day and uh, the fact that you guys are are setting your tone uh with the show as well uh i love that it 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 means the world to me so thank you for reviewing if you guys haven't reviewed on iTunes, uh, please do so. It helps us to reach new people and certainly fuels my fire to continue this labor of love. Uh, also, of course, you can find us on all the other uh, all the other places out there, SoundCloud or, you know, any of the uh, apps, um, you know, like Podbean or any of those guys. 
out there, Google Play. So, um, but, uh, and some of them you can review on. So if you can review, excellent, um, especially iTunes. So otherwise, uh, I also love getting questions from you guys. So uh, if you could please uh, write in any questions that you have, you can send to Brandon at positivehead.com. You can uh, also get on our Facebook group, Positive Heads, and uh, share there, ask questions there, mix it up with other listeners. But uh, I love it when I get the opportunity to connect with you guys via your questions. Uh, so it, it feels as if you're sort of helping to craft the show. And uh, on that note, actually, we have a little bit of that today from a, a wonderful listener, uh, Ambrosia, who posted an amazing story on the Facebook group. So you guys know I love my my good my stories of synchronicity or paranormal stories, past life related stories. And that's what this is. This is a uh, past life um, recollection of her daughter. And she uh, took the time to share in a video on uh, the the Facebook group. And I love the story so much. It gave me chills. Uh, such a beautiful, beautiful story. And so I thought, you know what? We should share this. I know the people in the group heard it, but there are a lot of people who listen to the show who aren't in the group. So uh, yeah, what I'd like to do is just start off with a little fun today. Let's, um, let's, Let's make a Monday magical indeed. Let's hear Ambrosia Matthews' reincarnation story as she told it. We're just going to take the, the the clip from uh, her post and uh, yeah, take a listen to this this juicy story. Hey everybody, my name is Ambrosia Matthews. I wanted to make this video to share um, a little bit about my story because I it's too long to type and I'm lazy about that. Um, anyway, so. A little bit of background on the situation. My mom was born in the 40s. Um, my grandmother was born in the 20s, I believe. And they had a very tumultuous relationship. Um, my grandmother had my mother very young. And in that time frame, you know, it wasn't really allowed, um, it wasn't really accepted to be a younger mother with no husband. And that was my grandmother's situation. She also had two other children, and my mom ended up raising the other two children. So my mom had a lot of resentment towards my grandmother. Um, fast forward, my grandmother died about 15, 15, 20 years ago, roughly. And um, one day, my daughter, who is now four, she was barely two or was going to turn to at the time. She was just learning to speak, and she was a little bit late on speaking. Um, she was sitting in the playroom, and she's playing with her little toys, and all of a sudden she just kind of perked up and started like looking around at everything, and she goes, why am I here? And I said, what do you mean, why are you here? And I said, you're here because you live here. And she said, no, why am I here again? And I said, what, Bren, what are you talking about? Because I didn't understand what she was talking about. And she said, why does my voice sound like this? And I said, because you're a little girl and that's what your voice sounds like. And she says, and she's just looking very confused at the situation. And then she says, why am I here on earth again? And it took me so back. So I said, well, last time you were here on earth, who were you? Like, because I believe in reincarnation, so I wanted to know all about this. And she said, I was Nana's mommy. And I said, oh, my God. Um, so we started asking her questions. 
and um, I asked her, what did you do? What was your job when you were here before, when you were Nana's mommy? And she starts doing this, and she said something like this. And my grandmother was a hairdresser, and she owned her own salon her whole life, um, pretty much. And so, you know, then she goes back to being a two-year-old and all of this and all of that. And every now and then, she would talk about the family dog. She would talk about how she would love to dance, and my grandmother loved dancing. Um, and she would talk about different, different things that my grandmother liked to do. So my mom didn't like any of this. My mom lives with me. And it would always be a sensitive subject when she would talk about her being my mom's mom. Um, and so one day she looks, my daughter looks at me, and she's telling me about the family dog and how she was the only one that took care of it, and she was so mad at everybody because nobody took the dog out. And my mom tells me that that's true. That's typically what would happen. And so she leans her head on my head, my daughter, and she says, you were always my favorite. And that's something that my grandmother would always say to me. And I started crying, and I said, you were always my favorite. And then I said, um, we always have to come back to each other. And she said, yeah. And then she went on playing like a typical little kid. So one day, um, I'm making lunch or something, and my mom is in the kitchen, and she's doing something else with dishes. I don't know what it was. And my daughter's in there, and she starts talking about how... Um, Last time when she was Nana's mommy, Nana wouldn't listen to her, and she was so mad, and blah, 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 blah. And my mom had had enough at this point. She didn't think it was funny. She, she was mad. And she looks at my daughter, and she says, If you were my mom last time, why were you so mean to me? And my daughter kind of jerked back, and she goes, Why did you come back? Why did you come back? And my daughter grabbed her by the shoulders and looked her straight in the eyes and she said, I came back to tell you I'm sorry. I love you and I'm sorry. And my mom starts bawling and my daughter went off and played and I'm crying and my daughter has not brought it up since. And that was when she was three. So this went on for quite a while. This went on for about a year. And now when I ask my daughter, were you Nana's mommy before? She's like, no, I was your mommy, no, I was grandpa's mommy. Like, she's everybody's mommy now. And she has no recollection of what we're talking about. So my personal opinion is that she, my grandmother came back. So what I love so much about the story is, Look at the healing that happened. It almost reminds me, have you guys seen uh, this guy, Tyler Henry? He's an incredible young guy who, uh, you know, they, I think his show is called Hollywood Medium or something like that. He's so good. He reads like, you know, famous people and, you know, he goes in and of course people will say, any skeptics would say, oh, well, he reads famous people. He researches them before. And I mean, he goes into things oftentimes and he claims he doesn't know who he's going to read before he reads them. But this kind of reminds me of that. I mean, there's healing that happened here, but even in a more unique way, um, you know, with this, she, you know, the, the daughter, uh, you know, really helped the grandmother to uh, to have a release. And, you know, gosh, it's just such a wild story. And, you know, I heard this for the first time many, many, many years ago. I remember reading a book by Sylvia Brown, who is a well-known psychic. And she talked about her granddaughter was formerly her grandmother. 
And now she was the grandmother to her, you know, right? And she talked a lot about, and there was a similar story to what Ambrosia shared where the granddaughter had a recollection and would talk about, you know, hey, remember when I used to carry you across the street to the store? And that street now, there's no store there. But when they were kids, that that's what happened. And um, same kind of thing, like these recollections. Uh, and it, I remember what Sylvia said in that book is oftentimes we will come back in the same family. We'll come back. It's very common to come back as your own, you know, great grandchild or what have you. So uh, I find that a very fascinating sort of idea that you are born back into your own own uh lineage if you will your own and you're your own ancestor and what a cool cool concept and you know just um some fun validation uh, in in regards to the idea of, of reincarnation so uh definitely enjoyed that story hope you guys enjoyed it as well now moving along i would like to uh talk a little bit about uh, the idea of self-love, the topic we talk about all the time on the show, and we'll continue to circle it, the most important topic to circle, in my opinion. I always say the number one thing, we, we all came to the, the planet with all kinds of different agendas, all kinds of different places that we're at in our own spiritual evolution, uh, all walks of life, you know, all, all kinds of different histories or levels of previous experience, I would say, speaking of reincarnation. But the uh, number one thing I believe we're all here to learn and get, it's on everyone's top of their checklist, is self-love. Uh, because why? Well, we're one with the source that creates all things. We are, you know, we let's call it God, let's call it source, let's call it your higher self, the universe, whatever you want to call it. We're one with that consciousness, that energy. You are it, I am it. Uh, and it is one. It is all things. So what does that mean? It is alone. And so it's the ultimate love story. Isn't it like so romantic? Ultimately, when you think of it in terms of I've got to learn to really love myself, fall in love with myself, because if I don't, who will? Because there is no other in the end. And if we're a fractal of source, then we are learning on a small scale and experiencing sort of reflections of the things that are the higher version goes through, right? It's all mirrors here. It's all like a Russian doll, right? The doll within the doll within the doll. It's all fractals. And so self-love is so important. So of course, we're going to talk about it again and again and again and again on this show as I get, you know, my own self-love worked out and publicly on the show and you guys are working out your self-love and I love hearing the feedback of so many people that are doing it but there's so much too for people to overcome in this there's a lot of uh self-deprivation uh deprecation rather um where people are um you know, really, really, really hard on themselves and not taking care of themselves fully. You know, I think of my friend Shane, uh, dear friend, amazing, amazing light. And, uh, every, you know, a couple times I've seen him, you know, over the last year or so, he said to me, he goes, you know, Brandon, we really need to be in like our ideal shape. He's like, it's kind of uh, hypocritical in a sense that, you know, we're these light workers who, you know, yet there's still work that needs to be done. And I understand his point completely. Like, it's kind of like, oh, well, walk the walk, the walk completely, talk the talk completely. And I, I totally understand where he's going with it. Also, I think it's really important to know that the path is the goal. The journey is the goal. We're, we're works in progress. All of us, we're here because we're still growing. So for me, this is something that really in the last month or so, I've really been sort of upping my game with health. Um, really just, you know, I went, um, I decided to cut out sugar. I do have some dark chocolate every now and then, but for the most part, cut out sugar. Um, and, uh, 
and also gluten, wheat. And the reason I did that, I was getting, you know, your body gives you feedback, right? Your body is going to tell you what is good for you, what is not good for you, I believe. And, and, you know, a lot of people go to the doctor to seek like, oh, I've got this or I've got that, you know, and so give me a pill. It's like, no, what you've got is a case of not eating enough broccoli. <laughs> That's truly how I view it. I'm not going to say there couldn't be a disease that comes in that, and who knows, even that, I believe it's all tied to some, you know, spiritual, it's all spiritual sickness at some level. There's, you know, karmic ties or something that's bringing this in, or it's part of your past. So I'm not going to say everything relates 110% to what you ate, uh, you know, prior to getting whatever you have. But for the most part, when we develop things, like in my case, I would get every five days or so, I'll get like sort of like red patchiness across my nose and sort of same around my, um, Mouth under, you know, I I usually wear like sort of a not a full beard, but you know, scruff, I guess. And so it'd get like itchy and red, and and this was happening repeatedly for the last, you know, while. It's been a while now. It's just, but it's gotten a little more like progressive, like where it seems to have gotten worse. It's like my body's like, okay, Brandon, pay attention. This is inflammation. This is feedback. Now I could go, and they could probably diagnose this and say you have this or you have that. Well, I think I have a case of putting something in my system that my body's telling me I shouldn't be putting it in my system. So. What I'm experimenting with personally is uh, removing gluten from my diet. You know, bread, sugar being the two, pretty much the two of the worst things you can put in your system anyway, if I'm making uh, an effort to really up my health to the next level. And and why is that important? You know, exercising more, self-love, it's your temple. You know, your body is your temple. And as you become the next greatest and grandest version of yourself, it's so important to uh, the more, you know, you are your idealized self on all facets, you know, mind, body, spirit, the more light can come in, right? If it's all vibration, the more, if I'm going to be this, you know, light worker that takes it even further than I've taken it now and helping other versions of myself, helping myself, you know, do being the best that I can be, it becomes a, a very important piece of the puzzle. So we talk a lot about you know, the idea of, uh, you know, all the mental stuff, all the uh, understanding what you think and how your thoughts create your reality and biology of belief and all that sort of stuff. But really, you know, we are physical beings first and foremost here. Like you, you came to earth to bring those sort of spiritual energies to the planet, not get lost in the ethers floating away, right? The earth needs you. It needs your contributions. It needs you to be the greatest and grandest version of yourself. And you You've done it. You can do it. You've already, time is an illusion. There is a version of you from this moment forward that has been there, done it, got the t-shirt, as I always like to say, who has, has become your idealized, physical, mental, spiritual self. It, it has played out. Now, I would say there's also other versions of you that have played out as well. The question is, which version of you are you going to call in vibrationally this time? And this is like, which version of the character, the avatar that is you, uh, are you going to pop in the uh, you know, pop in the DVD player if people still have those. I don't know how else to say it when we now all just stream all of our stuff. So you're tuning in, right? To what you're going to stream, what version of you you're going to stream. 
So I, I just really want to point out as I kind of am dealing with this myself, doing more exercise, doing more yoga, you know, cutting out, you know, simple things like, you know, sugar. And like I said, for me, the one is I know bread is, is particularly bad uh, as far as that goes. There's not a lot of argument that that's healthy for you. I mean, it turns to sugar, and, you know, once it goes down your throat, essentially. And, uh, you know, and then you have a lot of the gluten stuff where it's, you know, the, and there's all kinds of theories out there. There are people who say it's not bad. I get that. I'm not like trying to debate. For me, I think the most important thing, especially because there's so much conflicting information out there too, you really have to tune into your own inner guidance. And for me, with this sort of rashy thing that would happen, you know, once a week or whatever, it felt like, you know, and then I watched the documentary, What's With Wheat, I think it's called. And, you know, that can be a symptom of, of you know, uh, gluten essentially getting that inflammation, skin irritation, things like that. So I'm testing. I'll, I'll let you guys know, you know, I'm a week or so into no, uh, no bread. And surprisingly, as much as I love bread, it's been relatively, relatively easy. So, uh, it's been much easier than I thought. So I think another thing to consider, you know, it can be daunting. Oh my gosh. You know, my lifestyle is so, uh, you know, maybe your lifestyle is one where you eat a lot of fast food. You don't work out. It's like your whole life. It's like hearing this is like daunting. Just take small steps. Be gentle with yourself. Do one thing today. That's different. Instead of going and getting that drive through, you know, have, uh, you know, an apple instead, or get some healthy, make a salad, something just slightly different. And what you'll find as you do it, it gets easier and easier and easier. Then you start eating less. You, then you're not as hungry. It's the hardest to turn the boat around when it's like full steam one direction, right? It's almost like, uh, though I think of as a kid going to school and, and being like, you know, uh, homework was so daunting, right? Oh no, this thing looming over my head. But then as soon as I start doing it, it's like, oh, this isn't so bad. It's the same kind of thing here. So it's really important to take, you know, let's all start taking small steps to become the next greatest and greatest version of yourself so you can let more light in. And that all starts with our physical body as much as, just as much as uh, the whole mental state that we talk about so much on this show. All right. Well, that being said, uh, I do have a little clip here that I found uh, pretty short. um, And uh, it was, uh, let's see, this person I'd never seen before. I really liked her, Erin Janice. I found it on her YouTube page. And she's just talking about uh, self-love. It's called um, How to Love Yourself, the title of this. So let's take a quick listen. If you're tired of hearing quotes about self-love, like, You can't truly love anybody until you love yourself. You're not alone. But if you have self-confidence issues, self-hate, self-loathing, or issues with loving yourself, there are a few things that you need to hear that you probably don't want to. Loving yourself is just as important as eating healthy or making a living. In fact, you can eat the healthiest food on the planet and have millions of dollars, but if you do not truly have love and appreciation for yourself, your body, your mind, your personal qualities, and even your blessings, you are missing out on experiencing your full creative, physical, and emotional potential, and thus denying the world of your best self. No matter who you are or what negative things you may have done in the past which no longer exists, You have something amazing to offer the world, which can come to fruition best only when you have self-love. You may not even know what that is yet. You might have an idea of things you enjoy doing, what you'd like to create for your community or the world or your business or a product or art. You may not even know, 
But you're not going to really know, and you're not going to know the best thing you can offer until you love yourself. The human body and mind is highly receptive to the messages and feelings put out by the thinker. How we feel about ourselves impacts how we function. When you feel or think, I'm ugly, I'm stupid, I'm no good, I'm fat, your body and mind responds to that, consciously and subconsciously, impairing and impacting delicate functions of the body and thought processes, even the immune system, and restricts flow of creativity, holistic thought, expression, and joy. And here's another thing that you may not want to hear that I didn't want to hear a couple months ago. People who are truly joyful are the ones who bring the most to the world. Now, if you're currently in a state of sadness or depression or self-loathing right now, don't beat yourself up because of it and be sad or upset or regretful that you're not bringing what you can to the world. Just be in the moment and be happy that you have the opportunity to learn how to improve yourself every day. Now, if you feel bad about yourself, I'm no good, rephrase that to I am improving every day and put out the effort. Rephrase I'm ugly or I feel ugly to I see the beauty in my being. And if that's too cheesy for you, you can just pick a quality or two or ten that you like about yourself. I like this about myself and focus on those things and you'll be surprised. Your physical appearance will actually improve if you stay focused on the things that you like about yourself. Rephrase I'm stupid or I'm dumb or I'm not that smart to I want to learn and I am learning. Focus on your potential. Rephrase, I'm fat, to I deserve to feel comfortable in my body. I want to feel comfortable in my body and I believe that I can get there. I am open to receiving the information on what is best for my health and my body so that it can achieve its ideal form. And you know, sometimes hearing somebody say, stay positive, or reading a study that the power of positive thinking really does change people's lives, sometimes that's not enough. Sometimes you need somebody to tell you to do it, and I'm telling you to do it. And here's the truth. There are two types of people in the world. People who control their mind, and people who are controlled by their minds. A feeling comes up, I'm fat, I'm ugly, I'm stupid, I'm no good. And if you choose, you can control whether or not to accept that feeling. But if you don't put that conscious effort into it, that feeling will come up and you will go with it, and thus you are controlled by your mind. Either you control your mind, or your mind controls you. What a shame it is that people lose all the wonderful things and possibilities and abundance that comes with self-love because they allow themselves to be controlled by their mind. Reprogram the organic computer in your head so that you can be your best self. You deserve to be your best self. The world deserves you to be your best self. It doesn't need any more people inflicting suffering on themselves. It's already full of beings and individuals who are suffering because of other people inflicting suffering on them. And you do not need to inflict any more suffering on yourself. Trust yourself. Learn to love yourself. Teach yourself to love yourself.
Start looking at the sad and angry and depressing feelings you have in a different light. Try it. Why not? You've got nothing to lose. You've got nothing to lose. You've got nothing to lose. You've got nothing to lose, except what holds you back. So, well done, Aaron. Very inspired uh, woman. Uh, I definitely uh, resonated with her words. She even added a little dramatic music there <laughs> for drama and flair. But um, definitely, you know, she talked about as you rephrase things, it changes your physical appearance. Of course, what you're putting into your system physically changes your physical experience. You are what you eat, right? She talked a lot about the, the mental part of stuff too. You either control your mind or it controls you. And uh, I love the kind of one of the last things she said there, you've got nothing to lose except what holds you back. So, you know, just setting the intentions, you know, to take once again, do something small today to disrupt your pattern and, uh, and do something a little differently and you'll feel so good from it. And then you get that inner reward system where then it's like, it makes it easy to build on it. The more I do that's healthy for my body, the more I, I like it, the more I continue and it starts a good spiral. You know, and it, once again, it all comes back to self-love. This quote I found, perhaps we should love ourselves so fiercely that when others see us, they know exactly how it should be done. You know, Rumi, of course, touches on this. Remember the entrance to the sanctuary is inside you. Shine like the whole universe is yours. You know, so really loving yourself on all levels, not just mentally getting it straight. Let's do, if we're going to do it, let's do it right. Let's get it all together. Let's become the best, greatest version of ourselves we possibly can. I believe in you. I know you believe in me. I'm a reflection of you. Any of you, you know, I get a lot of um, reviews and emails of admiration and, you know, so forth and so on. And of course, I love them. It's, it's so, you know, humbling and flattering and, you know, uplifting and, and all the things and empowering. But I always want to just push, put it back on you too. It's like, I can accept it. I can accept those beautiful, kind words you guys send me, but just know that I'm a reflection of you. So any of you have any admiration in any level, uh, just know I'm just another you. I'm a part of your consciousness that is so closely connected to you that we're tuning in and connecting in this way through the show out of the infinite choices you have out there you're resonating because we are branches on the same uh you know leaves on the same branch uh, that is source we're right next to each other we're in the same neighborhood guys uh vibrationally and i believe in you if i can do it you can do it we can all do it <sighs> onward upward have a lovely day you guys i have a um a great song here for you. This is Somatost and Zanra. The song is Unraveling. Till next time, journey well. Also, if you're craving more consciousness elevating content, be sure to check out Gaia, which is my personal go-to source for streaming consciousness content on the web, where you can stream an incredible 7,000 plus exclusive videos covering 5,000 years of wisdom. As you all hear me constantly say, it's a daily conscious effort to maintain an elevated vibration. And if you're looking to journey deep down the rabbit hole to do so, then Gaia is the best place I know of to do it, period. And you can sign up for your first month for only 99 cents at Gaia.com forward slash positive head. That's spelled G-A-I-A dot com forward slash positive head. Check it out.